0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. Our goal with this podcast is for Team Fairchild to get to know each other, our support programs, and to increase our sense of community and development. Every episode, we will be sitting down with
1: people from around the base and learning about them and their keys to success. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast top up series. I'm sitting down here with Mrs. Don Altmeyer, a community support coordinator and resiliency partner for this podcast. How's it going this morning, Don?
0: It is going well. Balls joined us. Yeah. It's chilly out there this morning. <laughs> it was a
1: little cold on the walk over. It was it was cold, but also invigorating. Yes. You know?
0: Motivation to walk faster.
1: Yeah, and yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a very narrow window up here that we get to still be outside. Taking all the fall colors and then get ready for really cold. Just get me from one door to the next really quick. Mm-hmm. So what do you got for us today?
0: So today we're going to talk about an attitude of gratitude. Ooh, nice. I know the alliteration.
1: <laughs> no,
0: it's early in the morning still. So yeah, uh, gratitude is one of the skills we teach in resiliency, but I think it is a really great foundational lesson. It's probably okay. one of the easiest ones to put into practice if you're motivated to do so, and especially now because I, I don't know when you're listening to this in podcast world, but Thanksgiving's <laughs> next month here uh, right now, <laughs> so uh, a lot of times people will start thinking about things to be thankful for. Yeah. During this time of the season, so I thought this this would be a timely one to get out there. Nice on gratitude.
1: I'll uh, I'll make sure to pass it on that we make sure to get this one expedited through the process to get out in time.
0: It's good for any time of the year though. That is true. It is true. Uh, so gratitude is a, a skill about reflecting on things to be grateful for. And so it's just, we can combine it with that mindfulness that we've talked about previously, where Mm -hmm. we just take purposeful time to think about the things that we're grateful. And as human beings, our brains are hardwired to look for negative things it's it goes all the way back to when we were cavemen still and we operate out of that reptilian portion of our brain that gives us the survival instincts it tells our heart to beat and our eyes to blink and our lungs to breathe Uh, but the way we perceive things also operates in that and so when it takes in information and it sends it to your midbrain it says is this good or is this bad And as human beings, because bad can mean our survival is at stake, we might need to prepare to fight, flight, or freeze, Uh, our brain tends to gravitate towards more negative things. And so when we interact in the world around us, if there's a way to see things positive or negative, most people will look at things in a more negative light. And that produces stress hormones, and it affects our body, it affects our sleep, Uh, It makes our muscles more tense and more tight, so Mm -hmm. practicing gratitude, taking time to look for things to be grateful for, uh, means that you're really focusing more on positive, which produces serotonin-type hormones, which is actually more beneficial to your body. It gets your brain into a better mindset. It promotes more uh, quality, better quality sleep, get to sleep earlier when we are thinking about more pleasant things. And so that's really what the skill gratitude is um, and why we want to use it. But the reflection piece is really the key. So if you're like, you know, I had a great cup of coffee, you know, so I'm grateful for that. Okay, but why? You know, <laughs> what is it about coffee? You know, and for me, it's like, well, it's like a warm hug for my tummy. Like, coffee is not about caffeine for me. Caffeine does not affect me like normal people. But I like the taste of coffee and I am grateful that, you know, I have the resources available to make coffee in my house. I have resources that if I forget to hit the program button the night before, <laughs> I have a coffee stand within a mile of my house on the way to work that makes really good coffee. And uh, so, you know, I can, I can stop there and I have that. I have you know, my little coffee pot in the, the office mm-hmm. and it just, I enjoy the taste of it. And usually when, you know, you think about coffee, you're sitting down with a friend you and, you know, it's like, it's just like...
1: It's warm and biting. Oh. But it doesn't
0: even have to be coffee. I'm, I'd am settle for tea, apple cider, hot chocolate, just like a warm beverage.
1: I've never heard it described as a warm hug for my tummy. That, <laughs> my wife would probably feel the exact same way. She definitely is a hot beverage connoisseur for sure.
0: Especially in the fall <laughs> season.
1: Oh, yeah. It, yeah, this is very timely for that, for sure.
0: Yeah, as I drink my hot coffee here.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, so how do we do this? How do we, what, what actions can we take to, uh, really focus on that gratitude?
0: So mainly it's about being purposeful and finding a regular routine, especially if you're, I like to call them yours. So, my husband's an Eeyore. When we first started practicing <laughs> gratitude, uh, I was like, hey, what are some things? You know me going through resiliency training eight years ago? I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. tell me some things you're grateful for. And he's like, uh, I have nothing. I'm like, hey, awesome wife right here. There's one. <laughs> like, and so, for him, it was because he's so used to seeing things in a negative light. Uh, that it was really difficult for him. Now it's much easier. He can really go through a list of things that he's grateful for that's going on in his life because we had a regular routine. So we would sit around at the dinner table, kind of how we started it. And after I went through and learned the skill to begin with, we decided our kids were still at home at the time. And, you know, when you're a parent and you have kids at school and they come home, you're like, hey, how was school? You know what the kids are going to answer because you did oh, the yeah. same thing to oh, your Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fine. So we <laughs> couldn't really get anything out of them. So when you practice gratitude, there's lots of ways to do it. So we would learn to ask, who's someone that made you happy today? Oh. Uh, what was your favorite thing about school today? So they couldn't answer a fine question. They could try the nothing, but we had established a rule that nothing was not an answer.
1: Nice. nice. So
0: uh, what is something you accomplished today at school? Uh, What was something that made you laugh? What was something cool that you discovered or learned? And so that really started getting the creative juices. And so when they were like, nothing good happened at school, you know, nothing good happened. I'm at work all day. It's like, really? Really? like, so me, if I'm sitting here doing gratitude today, tonight, when I get home, and my talking with my husband be like, Hey, Lance came over and we did another podcast. And yeah. you know, that's going to be, you know, I got to sit and, and chat with him and we got to connect again and I got to talk about things I love to talk about. And <laughs> so, you know, the reflection and hoping that it helps someone else. So you can do it that way. You can just have those conversations. You can have a gratitude journal. I've got journals in my office. If anyone needs one to start you out. Uh, and so you could do things like every day, write down on a piece of paper, uh, something that made me happy, something that made me grateful, something that made, you know, positive connotations and put it in a jar. And then on Thanksgiving, you know, if you started soon, you could do it for this Thanksgiving. You could do a year in review next Thanksgiving. You can start it on January 1st. And then at the end of the year on December 31st, the following year, you can go through your jar of gratitude, all the things that made you happy. If daily's too much for you. Try it weekly. Yeah. I find doing it before we go to bed or at dinner time just kind of sets the evening for the right tone. And then it's easier. You go to sleep on a positive note instead of that worrying about what's coming tomorrow or rehashing what didn't go right that day. Yeah. Uh, so there's lots of ways to practice gratitude.
1: Those all sound great. And I also love that, one, you made it almost for a guy who... Um, You know, obviously in the military, we we need to stay physically fit and that sort of thing. But you kind of relate this in a, hey, you got to exercise this as well. And as you exercise it, like your husband, you're going to get a little bit better at it. So you got to kind of get in there. Okay, so maybe one day you're still kind of finding your way and kind of getting your footing. And then you look back because you're taking those notes a week, two weeks, a month, a year, two years. And you're like, wow, I've really come a long way. I really can focus now. Instead of being a a bit negative or kind of looking, driving home, being upset about how the day went, you're kind of driving home thinking about, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to talk to Dawn today, you know, it was great. Yeah, she made me laugh. Well, you know, all yeah. this other stuff. And I love also that it's at the end of the day because that sets you up for the next day to, I mean, it's your choice if you wake up positive or negative. So if you help help yourself get in that positive light at the beginning of the day, I mean, yeah, you're, you're ahead of the curve already.
0: Yeah, and some people choose to do it, you know, they want to start the day off right, so they'll look back 24 hours and, hey, here's everything that happened yesterday that was really good. And it's not that we're discounting negative things that happened to us, right. but we don't give them more weight than the positive things. And so if you talk to most people and ask them how things are going, they tend to recite, you know, all their ailments or all their challenges, their roadblocks, their hurdles. It's like, but what about your successes? You know, where are some things that that went right and start looking at those? So, when you really can start, you know, dissecting your day, you'll find that a lot of things really went right, but we end up taking so much of that for granted that we don't even consider it. Anymore, And it's like, life is about successes and challenges. It's not just challenges. You know, life isn't a struggle unless we want it to be a struggle. There are struggling moments. There are individual things that can cause us to struggle, but that's what resilience is. It's about that perseverance and growing from those challenges. And then even looking at that as a positive on the other side, it's like, well, yeah, that sucked that I went through that. (laughs) that (laughs) But it got me to where I'm at now. So in hindsight, I wouldn't change it because that struggle got me to here. Like when you talk about with fitness, it's the same thing when we can look at it where you may not have gotten the runtime that you wanted for, you know, your fitness test, but you keep practicing at it and you keep getting better until you look back and say, well, because I hate running personally, (laughs) Uh, but it got me to a goal that I wanted and I can celebrate that goal now. You know, not that, and you could look at it. It's like, well, I passed my fitness test or, you know,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we need to focus on it. We can journal about it. We can have conversations with our friends and family about it. Anything else you want to leave us with for action pieces that we can do or anything else in general,
0: tell people when they have done something that is on your gratitude list. Like when you're journaling these things, did you tell the people, You know, hey, I really enjoyed seeing you today. Hey, I really, you know, walked away from that conversation feeling uplifted. Thank you. You know, just making sure that when we have these things. So, you know, my coworker next door uh, texted me the other day. I was not going to be in the office, but it was Friday. They're like, hey, I'm stopping by Dutch Brothers. Do you want me to bring (laughs) your usual? I'm like, that you are the best. <laughs> like, I'm not in my office, darn it. But thank you so much for thinking about me. And just, you know, having the gratitude, even though I didn't get my favorite coffee that day, the fact that someone was like, Hey, I'm coming in and stopping by. Would you like me to pick you up something? It's like that telling them, Hey, that really meant a lot that on your way into work, you thought enough about me, you know, to yeah. say, Hey, would you, I, I know you'd like this. Would you like to do it? Uh, a one, cause they'll keep doing it. If you say, thank you. <laughs> But B, it's like a little gift you give back to them saying, hey, I noticed that you noticed and I appreciate you for that. So yeah. take time today to go find people who have done something positive for you, made your life a little bit easier, took something off your plate. You know, had a smile at the drive through, you know, where wherever you go, held a door open for you. But take time to really say, I appreciate that. You know, not just a quick thanks. It's kind of like when you walk down the hallway and you're like, Hey, how's your day? And they're like, Fine. And you don't even acknowledge. You just keep on walking. But just take time to stop and and say, Thank you so much. You know, I know you're probably busy like everyone else, but you took time to hold that door open for me to come in. Thank you.
1: You know, yeah. and just acknowledge.
0: Yeah. And when we practice gratitude, one thing for especially leaders out there, when you give thanks to people. Tell them what you're grateful for. One of the most disheartening things that I hear over and over in resiliency training is when leaders stand up and say, thank you for everything you do, which comes from a genuine place of wanting to show gratitude to your people. But it's hollow if you can't say because the, your troops are standing out there, your airmen are out there like, yeah. well, what did I do? Do you even know what I did? And so it, even though you have the best intentions, yeah. if you can't specifically say, hey, I know you have all been putting in a lot of long hours. I know that you've all had to adjust to this new norm of you know what's going on in world events. I know the struggles that we've asked a lot from you. And I appreciate you all giving more than 100% to make yeah. sure we reach our goals. So be specific. When you're giving your gratitude so that people actually say, hey, they noticed that I did this. Because when we do a blanket gratitude, it actually has the opposite effect of what we're trying to
1: give. That so. makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. <clears throat> so we got our marching orders from Don again this week. Go out there, practice gratitude for yourself, but also pay it forward. And don't be afraid to, to let people know how those positive things really impacted you and how you appreciate them. Until next time, take care. Uh, Send us an email. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Let us know how this helped you. And we'll see you later.
0: Well, that's it for this episode of Refuel Team Fairchild. If you have show ideas, people you'd like to hear from, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, contact us at fafbcaa at gmail.com.